FOMO. My name's Patrick McGinnis, and I'll admit it, I have FOMO. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you do too. But that doesn't have to be a bad thing. If you learn to channel your FOMO productively, you can make the most of every opportunity while keeping your sanity in the process. This is FOMO Sapiens After Hours, the snackable show about how you can make FOMO a force for good. Hey, everybody, welcome back to After Hours. Now, if you remember last week's show, my friend Greg McCune stopped by with his new book, Effortless. And you will also remember that I'm actually in the very tip-top beginning of the book, which compared me to (laughs) some sort of dead animal. Thanks, Greg. But it was really cool. And I just wanted to talk about that story a little bit more because many of you may know the story, but I bet a lot of you don't know the whole thing. And so I just want to tell you why I'm in there and a little bit more about the backstory on that. So as you recall, basically he talks about the fact that I, you know, I kind of did all the stuff I was meant to do. I went to Harvard Business School and I went to Wall Street and I was working at a division of AIG and then 2008 comes and you may not remember, but I do. AIG was nationalized and sort of blew up and my stock fell 97%. I ended up getting really sick and was on a heart monitor and was just in a bad way and then kind of decided to change everything in my life and find a different way to do things. And so that that's kind of why you put me in the book because I ended up, <laughs> it's kind of interesting. I was that guy who was like, I just want to work really hard. Like I remember seeing people go home at five or had friends that had jobs where they could leave sort of early. And I was like, well, why would you do that? You know, it's sort of like, there was a lot of, uh, I guess, a badge of honor in working really hard. I'd always thought, you know, Patrick, the reason why you succeed is because you work harder than everybody. And so if you don't work harder than everybody, then you are going to fail. And that was, you know, not a very helpful, I guess, and, and, and healthy way to live. But I think a lot of people live that way. A lot of us think that. And I remember on my, on my sort of early days on Wall Street when I worked at, at J.P. Morgan Chase in the investment bank, that first couple of weeks out, I got to go home at like seven, right? So I get to the office at like nine, leave at seven. I guess that's a 10 hour day, right? So 50 hour week and I didn't have to work the weekend as I recall. And I had certain colleagues who were like an M&A, you know, I was in Latin America, corporate finance, so a little more chill. They were an M&A and they were working like 93 hour weeks. And we'd see each other at the cafeteria on Monday morning and they would just tell you know, like a badge of honor, like, yeah, you know, man, I was here all weekend. And I remember thinking like, I guess I'm not succeeding because they're working harder than me. Now I have learned, I have learned that that, that is a road to perdition. You don't want to be on that road, but especially because, you know, at some point you just get tired and you can have health problems and emotional problems and alienate everybody in your life. But that was definitely my mindset. So how did I switch from that mindset to, I guess, the effortless mindset, as Greg would call it. Well, as I mentioned, AIG blew up and I just was, I don't know, I just, it like rocked my world. I remember just feeling uber depressed and also just tired and sick. And I just basically, all the stress made me really sick. And I was in West Virginia, I'll never forget it. It was about a month after AIG blew up in the fall of 2008, I was in West Virginia. And we went there for this board meeting and it was weird anyway, because we, the only car they had was this white limo. And so we got picked up and this was like after the financial crisis, I'm working for AIG, which was this national sort of scandal, right? Um, around those times. And, uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> we were in this limo and I felt so weird. It's like, this is not, this is just not good PR if, if somehow this gets into a paper. I mean, it wasn't our fault. We didn't choose the car, but it was a little cheesy. Not only just a, a white limo for a business trip just feels, I don't know. It was like, we didn't, we weren't going to like, you know, an Elvis convention, but so be it. And so we get to the hotel, we go to dinner and I felt really tired and I went back to the hotel and I fell asleep and I woke up in the middle of the night and I had night sweats, like my, my whole bed was wet. And then the next morning when I woke up, I had like swollen glands and I called my doctor. I went to the doctor and he was like, you're a mess, man. Like everything's wrong with you. All your vitals are screwed up. And they never figured out what was wrong with me. I just sort of was sick for months. I had blurry vision for six months. It was crazy. And when I sort of started to feel better, I just decided, okay, I'm going to just do things differently. First of all, I'm going to get in much better shape. So I ended up losing like 25 pounds and started training for a marathon eventually and just kind of took care of myself physically because to make any change, you got to sort of, you got to be strong before you can change the other things. You got to be physically strong to change the mental, the emotional and everything else in your life, right? And then I sort of started to ask myself like, okay, Patrick, you have done all the stuff you, 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 I guess should have done, quote unquote, should have done. You've done a lot more than you ever thought you could do. I didn't think I'd do the things that I did. Like if you had gone back to me and I guess in freshman year in college and said like, you would make this much money, you would do these things. Like I would have been like, you are, you gotta be kidding me. Like how? I just wasn't even like on my radar. So I had done all this stuff that I thought, you know, was out of my reach. And yet here I was, miserable. And I just was like, I saw that, that irony and that dichotomy really clearly. I was like, Patrick, you, know, you come from the small town of Maine. You've done really good, done really well, I should say. And you're miserable. Like you get up in the morning and you want to like kick a kitten, which I would never do, obviously, but you get my point. We love cats uh, and dogs in, in FOMO sapiens land, but just bad. And I was like, what is the point if you're not happy? Tudo bem, meus queridos fomos sapiens. Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages, but I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. Whatever happiness means, but you get my point. If you're just waking up miserable and you're not, you're trudging to the office and you want to like throw things, then what are you doing it for? And that was the impetus. But the thing is, I just wasn't ready to make a change and I didn't know what was next for me. And I think that's the thing that, you know, Greg writes about in the book a lot, but it's like, it's hard to capture my own story in two pages, but that was a process that, let's see, let's, see, let's do the math. Carry the one. Okay, it was like a seven year <laughs> process where it was just like get healthy that took two years then like have the courage to quit your job that took another year then you sort of figure out what you want to do that took a couple of years and then like sort of get some get some momentum and figure it out and for me that was of course doing the 10 percents and starting to write and do the podcast and all the things that I've done since then. And so that has been a project. I mean, started in 2008. We are now in 2021. I feel like I sort of got momentum 
starting around 2015. But every year I'm learning something new. And by the way, I am certain if you remember back to a couple seasons ago, uh, we talked to Bruce Filer of Life is in the Transitions. That was season, I guess actually, no, that was this season. No, season four. I'm, yeah, yeah, who remembers? We talked about this, like there'll be more. They'll, I'm certain I'm gonna have another whole period where it's gonna be awful. Let's just, let's just, these things happen, right? We all do. But I think the difference is, especially with the pandemic, it's like, because I did all this stuff back in 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, I was better prepared to deal with what happened since. And so what does this effortlessness look like? Like what, when we talk about, oh, it's effortless, like what do I do now that makes it effortless? Well, I think it really comes down to two things. Number one is I have autonomy. So I have built this portfolio of things that I do. So I have diversification, right? Do a lot of different things. So it's like, I don't have the thing where like AIG blows up, I lose everything. No, after that, I was like, never again. So diversification was really important to me. And even if you have a day job, you can of course diversify with, you know, side projects and side investments and side everything. Second is, you know, it's all about the, the fact that I have upside. So the fact that I've invested in things where if they grow and are successful, I personally benefit. And I think, again, you know, that's something that I had that in the old job to some extent when I was working on Wall Street, but not in the same way, because now I have many more opportunities to win and they're much more sort of, they're based on my own work and my own talent and they can't necessarily be blown up uh, and if they are blown up, they are diversified. So those things right there, you think about it, it's autonomy, it's ownership, it's about control. You know, the other thing is, of course, I get to make my own schedule, decide what I'm going to do. If I, if I don't want to talk about something on the podcast, because it's my podcast, I don't have to, right? Nobody says like, Patrick, you have to do this. And that's awesome because I can talk about the things that I care about and that I hope you care about too, and we can build something together. So all of those things are what I believe makes effortlessness happen and Greg's written a whole book about it, and I know it's going to be a huge hit. It's already a hit, so go check it out. Uh, I think the idea of effortless and what Greg has decided to write about is actually really brilliant because I'll tell you something. As he mentioned in our discussion, a lot of burnout right now. People are tired, right? They're tired. I just took a nap. You know, we talked about it on the show, taking naps. I just took a nap. I'm tired, and I'm not burned out. I'm just tired because it's been a couple of years, but... I think uh, you can actually build yourself a system, an approach to life, a mindset that will make you feel energized. And yeah, you'll still take naps because, you know, you got to take the naps, but you get my point. You will feel energized. So go out, check it out. The book is cool. Uh, I really like it. Um, and, you know, for me, it's manifest itself in the stuff that I've written. So you might find those interesting as well. And if you have thoughts, ideas, questions, concerns, Maybe you disagree with me. I, I'm cool with that too. This is you know, a place for everybody to have their opinions and share them. You can reach out to me at Patrick J. McGinnis on Instagram, at PJ McGinnis on Twitter, and at Let's Connect at PatrickMcGinnis.com on email. Let me know what you think. And until uh, Thursday with our next episode, take care of yourselves. FOMO. Want more of FOMO Sapiens and After Hours? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis.